Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. We're on week three, session four, and today's workout is a bottom tier workout. What you'll be rowing is 30 minutes straight, okay? No intervals, just a straight 30, but it's gonna be broken down into five minute chunks. The first one, you're gonna do at 18 strokes a minute, the second one at 22, and the third at 24, and then you're gonna just repeat that again, 18, 22, 24. Pace-wise, for the 18 strokes a minute, you're gonna do that at 2K plus 20 to 22, which is around about 5K plus 15 to 17. For the 22 strokes a minute, you're gonna go round about four seconds faster than that, and for the 24, another two seconds faster than that. And that's really the pace guide for today. So it's a bottom tier, but what you're gonna find is it's gonna push the bottom tier a little bit harder, but don't worry about it. I'm gonna explain this whole session uh, to you as we get into it, but I wanna just get into your four minute warm up now. So start off by setting up your machine. So go for drag factor. If you don't know how to set your drag factor, where to set it, etc., remember I have a video on this YouTube channel that goes through it at some length, it must be said. Um, then go to your monitor, set it so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down so you can keep a powerful back. And then finally set the foot straps so that they either cover the bottom lace in your shoe or if you're in socks like me, they let you just bend forward comfortably at the front. So a four minute warm up. Right about 18 strokes a minute. I'll talk you through it as always. You ready for this? Let's go. So in three, two, one, go. Now remember this first minute is just about getting moving. This might be your first row of the day, your first movement. <laughs> well not movement, that sounds wrong. Might be your first exercise. You might just have woken up, just gone straight in the rowing machine, had a cup of coffee first. Maybe a lunchtime. You're having a little lunchtime row, gone to the gym before you get back into some power meetings or something. Or, like me right now, it could be the evening. You've had your dinner and you just want to get some exercise in before you settle down. To have a nice restful evening and then bed. By the way, this first minute is just about getting your body moving. And then this next minute, I just want you to focus a little bit on what your back's doing. Both the angle, leaning into one o'clock at the front, holding it as you drive with the legs, and then finishing to run about 11 o'clock position. But also, just think about sitting on your sit bones when you come into the front. Have a nice, powerful posture. I don't want you to round your back in or slump at the back of the stroke. But I'll explain more about this when we get into the main session. In 10 seconds, we're gonna take one foot out the straps. So two more strokes, one more stroke, 
take a foot out, put it on the floor, continue rowing with the foot that's left strapped into the machine. This will just help you increase your compression flexibility to the front of the machine because you want to have both legs to try and get flexible. Continue taking full strokes though. Drive with that leg that's in. One more stroke. Swap feet. And then continue with the other foot. I know I say it a lot, but it's easy for me to do that because I'm in socks. I realise that if you've got shoes on, you may still be struggling with getting your feet out of the straps. Three strokes. Two. One more stroke. And then both feet in, slight bend to the knees, and just roll with your back swinging your arms. So legs nice and straight, not locked straight, but none of the power from your stroke here should be from your legs. It's just your hip rock or back rock through the hips, more like. And then pull in with the arms. Right, one more stroke here. And let's do the reverse. Slide to the front with straight arms and just push off with the legs. You don't have to worry about doing a full drive to the back of the machine because this is just about grabbing the flywheel at the front of the machine. Just that point when you connect. That's what you're trying to get the sensation of here is connecting without your butt scooting back first. All right, one more stroke. And we're done with the warm-up. There we go. So that's our four-minute warm-up done. Continue sliding up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I'll just explain one more time what it is we're doing today. All right then, so the session today is gonna to be 30 minutes, and you're gonna split this into five-minute chunks. You're gonna go 18 strokes a minute, 22 strokes a minute, 24 strokes a minute, then 18, 22, 24 again, okay? And that makes up your half-hour row. No rest in between, just a half-hour row broken into those chunks. Pace-wise, your 18 will be done at 2K plus 20 to 22, which is around about 5K plus 15 to 17. And then for the 22 strokes a minute, run about four seconds faster. And for the 24 strokes a minute, run about two seconds faster than that. So in my case, I'm gonna be starting off round about two minutes, five seconds. And then for the 22, run about 201. And for the 24, round about 159, okay? So that's today's session. So we might as well get strapped in and start with it. So 18 strokes a minute at 20 to 22 starting should be a nice continuation almost of the warm-up we've done before we move on, okay? So here we go, yes, I am rowing. Thank you, watch, that's very kind of you. So let's get ready to go in three, two, one, and we're off. So 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20 to 22 or 5k plus 15 to 17. As always, just follow me for the stroke rates. If you're watching on a YouTube video or ErgZone, you can just follow along with me and Vision for the stroke rates. If you're listening to this on the podcast, just listen out for the whoosh. try and row in time with that but you'll have a 
counter on your machine anyway. It tells you your stroke rate, so. Just remember you're holding 18. So we're a minute down after this stroke. Hopefully you've hit your pace. I'm gonna weave it too fast right now. That's not a good idea. I'll back off a bit. Down to 205. So, I wanna to talk today about technique, obviously. I wanna talk a little bit about motivation, but I also wanna talk about this being the danger point in the plan where you can start to push things too hard, push the wrong sessions. So, today's session is a bottom tier workout, okay? But, you'll find out as we get to the 24 strokes a minute split, that it's one of the more intense bottom tier workouts. So if right now you're gunning it faster than the 2k plus 20 to 22, you're going to suffer when it comes around to the 24 strokes a minute chunks. Because it's easy right now to row 18 strokes a minute three or four seconds faster than I'm telling you to but to maintain that that kind of over pace through the entire workout means that you're going to be rowing your 24 strokes a minute way too fast to keep it in a bottom tier workout. So it's definitely going to end up a more intense bottom tier workout. You just have to give it time to develop into that 24 stroke, stroke part of it. So don't worry about it. Now you might be saying, hang on, this sounds as though it's going to end up being more of a mid-tier workout. Well, no, but session five of week three is a bottom-end mid-tier, if you get what I mean. So today's is a top-end bottom, the next one is a bottom-end mid. So it all works out in the wash. And this is all offset by the fact session one was a more intense mid and session three was a muscle-based top rather than cardio-based top. So if you look at all the sessions over the week, it makes perfect sense. But I don't want you to look at an individual session and push it because you think it's easy or because you look at something like this and go oh I'm not rowing that slow 
if you want to do a hard session, do a 2K test or a 5K test. Don't push the sessions as prescribed by me. Right, one more stroke. Then we're up to 22s. And run about four seconds faster. Again, just stay with me for stroke rates. And let the stroke rate be what makes you go faster. So we're rowing four strokes a minute more than we were in the last five minutes. And that's what should be making you go four seconds faster per 500 meters, if that's what your monitor shows, than before. Shouldn't really feel like you're having to push any harder with your legs. You'll find that the higher stroke rates and The fact the flywheel doesn't have quite as long to slow down means that the same perceived amount of pressure into the footplate as you drive off with your legs just keeps the pace up, keeps the stroke rate up and you're not really feeling you have to put in more power. Your drive speed's quicker, your recovery's quicker, but not massively so that you feel like you're racing up and down the rail. So we're two and a half minutes into this and hopefully you've settled in to that pace. Good solid drive from the legs as before. But notice I'm not saying anything about arms. Your arms are still just finishing off the stroke rather than it being an increase in pulling power to make you go faster. Yes, you still have to finish with those arms, but your finish hasn't increased just because your pace has gone up. And that's a really important thing to learn is that especially at these low rates, your speed comes from the stroke rate, which is, if anything, governed by the leg drive. But, like I said, the flywheel deceleration means your leg drive stays on top of it eventually anyway. 
but it's not about adding more of a tug at the end of the stroke to try and go faster. It's not to say that if you pull with your arms, you're not going to go faster, but for a session like this, that's not the point. The point is to attenuate your speed through stroke rate. Because if you start using power and your upper body instead of stroke rate, you tip the balance of this being a bottom heel workout. Okay, so in 20 seconds, we're gonna skip up to 24 strokes a minute and another two seconds faster. Two, one, here we go. So 24, one stroke every two and a half seconds. Now I'm aiming for 159 now. Like I said, this is when you'll just feel your heart elevate. It'll feel like you're having to use your fitness a bit more than in the first 10 minutes. But crucially, there's only five minutes of this one until we go back down to 18 again. So just at the point where it might start to feel like you're getting into mid-territory we'll sink back down to 18s and remember this is meant to just push yourself out of the easy bottom tier stuff and be the higher end of it it's all planned out evened out across the week so don't get impatient like my t-shirt says don't push the slow stuff push the fast stuff and this still counts there's the slow stuff So before I get into technique, let's just talk about motivation because we're towards the end of week three now and it may be that this week has presented some challenges, you may be feeling really strong from it or you may be feeling like you've still got a long way to go but the important part is that you're here and that is the magic fairy dust from where motivation comes no one's going to just 
drop it in your lap one day when you're sitting on the couch. But once you get up off the couch, make the decision to do a row one day and then come back the next day even if both days you're only rowing for five minutes eventually after day four or five you'll be like maybe today I'll row for seven minutes and you'll stay there for a while and then you'll think oh I can feel I'm able to go for 10 minutes and then as you see your results and your fitness improve that is what creates your motivation momentum in what you're doing once you start that ball rolling it wants to keep going from the downside is if you push yourself too hard too soon or push yourself on a session you're not meant to and either feel too tired or didn't get the result you're hoping for that can derail you slightly so never set yourself unrealistic immediate goals and you should stay motivated most of the time okay six strokes and back down to 18 two more here we go 18 strokes a minute 2k plus 20 to 22 5k plus 15 to 17 now confession time this is the third time that I've recorded this session because the first time I got it wrong and said that this was 24 for the 15 minutes down to 10 I tried to backpedal and apologise but that happened so soon that I knew it was going to end up causing confusion so I binned my first attempt then yesterday when I tried to record it again the sound recorder cut out sound problems once again that's okay means I got to do this session three times in a row well that's not true either after the first failed one I then recorded session five the next day it was only when I got into the edit suite to put together session four that I realised my error so all of you 
eagle-eyed viewers on the YouTube channel will notice some haircut continuity issues between session four and session five which has been my job as a editor and I'm supposed to guard against continuity issues cuts deep but I wanted to make sure and get this session properly done for you because it's a little bit out of the ordinary by going a little bit harder within a bottom tier session and getting the stroke rate wrong would just to confuse things you know what I'm like I'm very loose with my fluffs and errors but even I couldn't handle that one so anyway let's just hope everything works out properly today because as great a session as it is to do three times I kind of want to get into week four's sessions so anyway this one short hair bottom tier but pushes a little harder session five longer hair but for a mid-tier workout it's actually quite light it's only 20 minutes of rowing at 24 strokes a minute which is still firmly in bottom tier category but if you look at Mondays which certainly pushed your mid-tier or sorry session one let's not give it a day session one pushed the mid-tier session five goes the other way with it so they balance each other out across the week and yes I know I said that about 10 minutes ago but I really want to impress upon you that the sessions all complement and balance each other out and pushing one harder than you should can throw your entire training for the week out the window okay three two one now we're going up to 22 and round about four seconds faster than you were so for me that means I've gone from 205 to 201 and hopefully if it took you a while to settle into this pace and rate the last time round your brain should have learnt the sensation for how it felt last time and will quickly 
remember and go back to it. Neuroplasticity at its best. Your brain always wants to sponge up new things, which is why I constantly talk about technique. It's so that you can focus on it and not give up on your brain learning it. So even if you have some technique quirks, you don't have to accept that and not work to change it. Just focus on it as often as you can and eventually your brain will develop the myelin it needs to retain and repeat what you're teaching it. So let's spend the next few minutes recapping what I consider to be the most efficient and safe rowing stroke. And it all starts with your back. So start thinking about posture. Think about having a nice powerful back at the front of the machine as you start the drive. And then at the back of the machine as you finish the drive. Now at the front, it helps to think about sitting on your sit bones rather than having your hips tucked underneath you. So if you're on your sit bones with a forward lean to the one o'clock position and you have a braced core, hopefully those three positions will lead you to having that powerful erect back that you need to be able to transfer the power into the stroke. Now if it helps, just imagine that old carrot stuck up your backside. And as you're rowing, you don't want to snap the carrot. Such an important concept that I actually have a t-shirt with that on it in the row along shop. So we're not talking bolt upright where you could end up causing more injury. Just talking powerful, ready to accept the power from your legs. And then you're trying not to round your back at either the front of the stroke or the back. I'm definitely 
bad for it at the back. Okay, 10 seconds. And now we're up to 24 again. Another two seconds faster than you were before. So for me, that means 159 pace. So, if you're thinking about your back being powerful, next, your arms. Nice and straight at the front, and as you start the drive, you only bend your elbows at the back end of the stroke, once your leg drive is finished, and then you pull in the handle nice and powerfully to sternum height, sending your elbows through your sides and squeezing the shoulder blades together as though crushing a tin can between your shoulder blades. And then once you finish the stroke, get that handle away from you at the same pace you brought it in at. And let that handle away be what starts that rock through the hips for your lean forwards from 11 to 1. And then arms are nice and straight as you get to the front of the machine again. Handle height comes into the sternum and goes out at pretty much the same height again. Nice and neutral, relaxed arms, soft shoulders. open fingers like a hook over the handle to let the power go up through your back into your arms and into the handle and where does the power come from your legs so you want to coil up the spring by sliding forwards until your shins are pointing vertically. No more. And try not to be too far off. I don't want the seat slamming off your heels. Just shins vertical. And if you need to have a small heel raise to do that, that's perfectly fine. As long as when you start the drive, you get those heels down. Okay? So you drive from the heels, not from the balls of the feet. 
So, shins vertical, knees inside the bowl you make with your straight arms. And when your body leans forwards, you should get a good compression at the front, ready to spring out of it and drive with the legs. A good solid push with the legs. No matter whether you're at 15 strokes a minute or 30, it's all from the legs. And you'll hear the machine accelerate as you get that leg drive in. Then your back rocks through the hips, your arms come in, and in four strokes, we're done with today's session. Two, one. Well done. How did you feel that? Like I say, it should have pushed the bottom tier description further than we'd normally do if that was like just a standard 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute. But it shouldn't have felt as though you actually knocked that one solidly into the mid. It might have tickled, but only because those 24s took you there. But then you stop before it becomes a solid mid. Right. Fancy joining me for a two minutes cool down? Let's, let's. In three, two, one, go. Now I'm gonna be right about 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 30, which is 5K plus 25. Just enough to engage all my muscles, make my body work just enough that everything gets a chance to cool down instead of plummet to a stop. And nothing good happens with the word plummet in it. Although can you, can you plummet in love if you see someone? Can't really. Weight plummeted. That's not a good thing though, is it? They lost weight, it's good. Their weight plummeted, it's they're ill. So, anyway. So, I hope today's wasn't too much like a lecture, but I'm a little bit concerned about some people commenting how they pushed some of these sessions, which is fair enough if it's a standalone session, but for the people doing it within the actual 5K plan, bad idea. Like I say, if you want to do a tough session, if you feel you've got the wind in your fur, do a 2K test or a 5K test and get it out of your system. And you'll either end up with a PB or with your tail between your legs because you weren't actually as energized as you thought you were. And you'll realize you should listen to coach. <sighs> See, I'm still ranting. 
Right, one more stroke for me. But you can continue rowing. Just make sure you can cool down a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're in this together. We're all doing the 5K plan together. We're trying to get faster. We're trying to use this to build up our fitness and our power. And ultimately, the time it takes us to row a 5K in. If you go off-piste within the plan, which then means you can't do the next one at the pace that it's supposed to be at, you've kind of tipped the balance the wrong way and you're not going to get the full uh, results from it. Trust me, I've been that guy. When I was doing the Fitness Matters training plan, I used to constantly go, well, I don't want to do a 30-minute, 20 strokes a minute. And that's why I burnt out. That's why it all ended up being a bit ropey for me at times because I'd gone too hard and then when it came to the uh, the tough sessions. I just didn't have it in me because I burnt myself out on the, the low sessions. So anyway, so there we go. So that's session four done. Session five is a nice bottom end of the mid-tier. So it's almost like the transpose of each other, but they're not quite because it still is tough enough to be a mid-tier. But finally, we got session four in the bag. So the hashtag for this one is third time lucky. Okay, and let's really hope when I get into the edit suite that that thing's recording, that that thing's recording and all that stuff. Because I like this session, but I really don't want to do it again. So anyway, hope you're all well, stay safe, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.